Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Comedy Arcade, part friendly panel show, part vicious competition, where contestants fight with their best anecdotes on mystery topics generated through a trusty bingo ball. I'm Vix Layton, host of the show, Spirit of the Bingo Balls, and Games Master. Points will be awarded for originality, amusement value, and my general caprice and mood on the day. The contestant with the most points at the end of the game wins, but their opponents will be granted a few cheat codes along the way, just to keep it interesting. Hello. Hello. Thank you for joining me on Comedy Arcade. Comedy Arcade is really fun, but the people who haven't listened to before, shame on you. We have got a bingo ball full of random topics that we've crowdsourced mainly from Twitter, so some of them are fucking weird. The object of the game, if you've got a story, a song, not an interpretive dance because this is radio, anything related to that topic, you can jump in. I will score you based on how funny I find it. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally it. I've tried to come up with a fancy way to explain the scoring. It's that. It's just whim. It's complete whim. It's like when people ask me if I want hot or cold milk in a coffee in Starbucks. I have no rationale for that choice. I just say what I say. Yeah, so we've got three lovely comedians vying for the the position, for the glory of the win, because there's no prize. Uh, (laughs) What? We're we're all winners here. (laughs) But like with any good crap Seaside Arcade, there are some cheats you can play. So each of you have got three cards in front of you. You have the new balls card. If you don't like the ball and want to take it somewhere else, you can play new balls and we will abandon that topic and think of something else. You've got double or nothing. If you think you've got an absolute zinger of a story, play the double or nothing card. If I agree, I'll double your points. If I don't, your points go to the person with the story that was better than yours. And on the penultimate round, you can play Fruit Machine. Now, Fruit Machine works by jumbling up everybody's scores, which means you might get your score back, <laughs> which has happened. You might get a worse score because you're performing better than you think, or you might win. So basically, you could put a lot of work in and someone could steal it at the finish line. Okay. Just like everything else just in like, life. Yeah, just like mirrors life. life. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, without further ado, let's um, play with the balls. <laughs> yeah, I do that every time just to see how childish we are. Well done. Very childish. <laughs> you didn't introduce us. 
oh. as people. Well, I'm just going to keep rolling this. And, uh, <laughs> pretend that's not true. It's all about me. Uh, <laughs> Suddenly, as I said it, I went, oh no, I think I'm doing her a favour, but she might be like, I'm just going to introduce you. Thank God. <laughs> Can you imagine in the edit, I'll be like, fuck. <laughs> Who were these so you people? Everybody's name. So how are you? That's not how I think your voice sounds. <laughs> that is what it sounds like. I panic. <laughs> the male voice you can hear is the fabulous Sam Rhodes comedy explosion. Yes. Hello. Hi. Um, I've got a Sam Rhodes T-shirt, and it, it goes with the kind of eye makeup that I like, so I wear it a lot. Oh, great. Um, <laughs> I have been reliably informed that I'm kind of doing death metal hands, where I've got my hands up in the air, yeah. and uh, unfortunately, many of the women who've bought my T-shirt have. It gone, looks like you're It looks like boobs. I'm grabbing yeah. boobs on the t yeah. I guarantee you that was not the intention. But, you know, it is a nice, it is a nice thing. <laughs> I'm not going to pretend I'm not happy about it. You're supportive of women. That's good. I am supportive of women. Yeah. In a very literal and figurative sense. It's the support we all need. Mm. <laughs> oh, yep. That was Sam Rhodes. <laughs> And those who are um, a bit more progressive and maybe don't identify with either. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, my next guest is the fabulous Granny Maguire. Hello. Comedy goddess. Comedy writer, goddess. Dreamboat, pesto lover. <laughs> Team idol. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, next to her, the premier Liza Minnelli, political commentator, actor, singer, comedy, triple boots. threat. What is the what is the full one for triple threat? Quadruple threat. Yep, there we go. I'll take it. Yep, you. <laughs> Sue's coming. Kept... Thank you. Um, yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you. I like eggs. I really like eggs. We were talking about what food we like before the podcast. Yeah, yeah there's no context to that. I really that like boiled eggs. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we tech check the mics. It's the same with the pesto thing, actually. No, no, no context to that. <laughs> We're both. I'm sponsored by Pesto Pasta today, yeah. and Sue's is sponsored by eggs. Lions eggs. <laughs> right, right. Let's, let's try again with the ball serve. Okay. <laughs> Unless there's any other business I've forgotten, but don't tell me. Let's just carry on. <laughs> it's ball number three, which is bad holidays. <sighs> I think um, I'd like to jump straight in here. All right, Sam. Uh, I have an irrational fear of holidays because almost every time I've gone on holiday with my partner, whoever it was at the time, <laughs> I have come home without a partner. Oh, my oh God. No. This, is, this is a genuine <laughs> issue for me. I have been dumped on holiday three times <gasps> in my life. Why would they do that? Why would they go on the holiday? Well, the thing is, Savages. I, I think I'm fun and mysterious, but yes. then if you actually have to spend two weeks with me... <laughs> They go, that is enough. <laughs> I have oh. had enough. I had, um, you know, we're still very good friends, but one of my ex-girlfriends travelled all the way to New York <gasps> to dump me. Oh, did she do it on the top is... of the Empire State Building? That would have been good, wouldn't it? <laughs> Sam was down on one knee. On, She's on like, nine. yeah, no. No, I'm this not, isn't going to It was on 9-11. <laughs> the worst thing was, we, it was... Are we allowed to laugh <laughs> yeah, course, yeah. around that subject? Yeah, because it, it's the UK, so it was on the 9th exactly. of November. <laughs> <laughs> Smooth, yeah, it was literally the day of my like most, I don't know, the biggest gig I'd ever done. I was uh, headlining at the UCB and oh. she flew in that morning and literally before the show, she was like, yeah, I don't really want to be your, your girlfriend anymore, but oh. we have this little apartment we've rented for the next two weeks. So that's going to oh, be fun. Oh, <laughs> and so of course, she stayed around. Oh, but God, just yeah, not we were there you. for like two weeks. Was it the just... most awful fortnight? 
was um, it all right? Also, big gig though. Well, yeah. the weird thing was that day was just the strangest day ever because it was like a really terrible thing. We've been dating for like seven years. <gasps> yeah, and oh, like Sam. like the worst thing and the best thing in the same day, and I just had to like compartmentalize in my brain. I was like, right, okay. I've been dumped, but now I have to do this show. So instead of crying, I'm just going to be like, right, okay, let's deal with this. Channel the energy. Yeah. That final yeah. scene, if that was a film, would have been powerful. I know. Oh. Been, yeah. So, yeah, yeah that's yeah. why I don't like holidays. That's no, what... fair. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally fair. Because um, you've just been to Russia, though. So... Oh, yeah, I've just been out to Russia. Yeah, it's beautiful well, it out there. It wasn't really a holiday, though. That was worse. No, that, so. was, that was a tour. That's the you know, that's, <laughs> that's exempt from Although the I do get the breakups. So. I do. I'm sure you guys have this. You have the holiday drinking and spending rule, though, that I definitely apply when I'm on tour, which is that money spent on tour or on holiday isn't real, real money yeah, and yeah. it doesn't count. Mm. Yeah. You know, and I'll, and same for drinking. Drinking done on tour or on holiday is not real drinking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So a Tuesday evening, you know, where you've had eight pints, you're like, this is fine because yeah. I am on tour. And or also Corona times now as well. Mm-hmm. Exactly, so, yeah. that's right. Yeah. It's so, the airport of time, isn't it? That's exactly Just... right. And, you know, in Russia, it's still £1.52 pound a pint. So who am I to say no, really? <laughs> you were a millionaire. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> the worst like, thing is, I was like, everywhere. on my dole money, I could live like a king out here. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. It's like that because, um, yeah, I'm from Wales and uh, my uncle-in-law's got a pub in Aberkenfig and it is like that there. <laughs> Like, oh really? I'm like, so it's quite Soviet. Wrong. You've charged me wrong. <laughs> this. this is not two pound fifty. Oh yeah. It's great. I feel like an absolute baller. I'm like everybody. I got <laughs> talked out of in Cardiff, which is getting quite expensive. I got well. They tried to talk me out of a bottle of champagne because I thought it was a good deal at forty quid for a bottle right. of champagne. <laughs> a reasonably good deal in a I was, pub. Yeah. I was treating my mum. Mm. And I wanted to show her a good time for Mother's Day, and they almost wouldn't sell it to me. (laughs) (laughs) But the Prosecco is on offer, it's $12.99. I was like, yep, I don't. $12.99 $12.99 Prosecco is not nice. <laughs> it's going to suck. It's that one with the chessboard on it, isn't it? They sell in Tesco's. It's like, oh, yeah. yeah it just doesn't taste of anything. Mm. I was like, I don't want it. But it's like, but this one is £40 and this one is 12 I was like, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> I understand the maths. I just really, can I just. That's really funny. I, can I just have this, please? And they, they really just didn't want to. Like, wow. like, he was ringing it up with regret in his eyes. Like, <laughs> this girl's a muck. <laughs> <laughs> and then I took it back to the table and my mum was like, I don't know why you got that. I can't tell the difference. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I can remember being at uni. So I went to uni in 2003 and I can remember you could get a gin and tonic for £1.50 in the uni bar. Uh-huh. And now I can't, like my brain doesn't quite compute that drinks are now more than that. So if I have to pay £6 for a gin and tonic in a London bar, I go, that's crazy i don't know why this place hasn't closed down <laughs> and i've had my revenge haven't i yeah. i have now huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah that'll learn them yeah uh, teacher I get, I get like that in weather spoons like i absolutely <laughs> not i love weather the prices spoons so are much. outrageous <laughs> no, but they're just I, mean, I just i feel like i can have the lifestyle i feel at this stage of my life i deserve mm. as long as i exclusively eat and drink in <laughs> weather spoons i go in i'm like woody allen i eat can eat out scre- <laughs> Three times a day, buy rounds for everybody. Yeah. You just have to do it all in weather spoons. 
Yeah, there's, there's a price to be paid. It's yeah. just not. It's not a cash price. It's like, yeah, tea and coffee's free all day. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's free so lunch to life. You good. buy one and you can refill it yourself. Yeah. So there's no. There's not even any shame. It was. It used yeah. to be self service. It was great. Now they come to you. But um. I think it's a good. I think it's a good test of where you are as a person. If you can be like, if you're a true socialist, mm-hmm. you should be going to Weatherspoons, not all yeah. these hipster cafes. Be like, well, <laughs> do you want to be a flaneur sitting around reading novels all day? Yes, it's in Weatherspoons. Make your choice. Yeah. <laughs> it's got Wi-Fi. There's usually a plug point. But no drinks from Europe anymore. No. Yeah. So. Um, oh, yeah. There's also a man with only one eye who makes a funny noise in my Weatherspoons, <laughs> which is always a delight you know when you're you miss water. him when he's not there yeah so you do miss him when he's not there it's one of those things like you're the local eccentric you're yeah. a little bit disappointed like, yeah. no one shouted at me today <laughs> I think I'm that person in my local pub though <laughs> you're like oh there isn't one in- oh hang on oh yeah it's me it's, it's like my comedy gig there as well <laughs> so I do feel like part of the staff like I could get behind the bar and serve myself a pint I think they'd let me but they wouldn't they wouldn't be happy yeah. <laughs> bad holidays then that's where we started <laughs> bad holidays <laughs> did anybody anybody else uh, look at you with your lovely holidays <laughs> I just don't go on holiday anymore I, ha- I went on I went to Vienna two years ago with my mum because she's She's not from there. She's got loads of family there because we're Austrian. And so we're going to stay with some family out there. Um, but that was my first holiday in like 10 years. And it wasn't really a holiday. It was three days in Vienna going, mm, doing lots of smiling for family members you don't know that well. So it didn't feel, I haven't lounged in the sun. Oh, no, I went to Morocco last year for someone's 60th. And it was a good holiday. However... You weren't allowed to flush the toilet. Oh, I hate that. You had yeah. to. You, no, you could flush the toilet. There's a little. <laughs> but you thing. can put tissue down it. You had yeah. to put. You had to put your wee and poo tissues in a. Yeah. So no. I just started flushing yeah. any tissue. I was. Sorry, I was like, yeah. who's gonna know? And then the oh, second no. time I did it, it, I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> It's, I fucked it, guys. I fucked it, and I and I just walked away. I like. Do they not have biodegradable tissues in Morocco? Then I mean, like, it's weird. It was regular loo paper. It's like that in Cyprus, but we could because mm. we were trying to adhere to it. I went on like one of those girls' holidays that cost like ten p. Back when we seventeen, and we were all sleeping in one bed. Right, there were beds for everyone. Right, there was a double bed in one room and a sofa bed in the other, and the three of us were all bitches. <laughs> so no one wanted to be the one that was left out. So all three of us slept in the bed even though it's really oh, hot oh that's so cute <laughs> yeah but it's not cute is it because it was we were like no you're not going to talk about me behind my back ah, stop with you all the time because you're uh, bitches we still, yeah we're still best friends now oh but, I would have um, picked the room on my own yeah. I'd have been like <laughs> oh yeah now without hesitation yeah but back then it was like oh no I see FOMO yeah but um, we heard, we tried to adhere to that rule but the cleaner came in once while we were all still in the bed <laughs> And um, we could hear her retching when she opened the bed. <laughs> we're like, right, that's it. We're going to stop retching. Like, I mean, she's seen some things. She works in a hotel where yeah. you have to put your shit rags in the bin. And even she could not cope. It's too, it's too <laughs> much. It was, it was too, yeah. So that was a bit embarrassing. We were like, oh, my God, is she... She's rich. <laughs> yeah, so that was... Yeah, I, do, I don't like those holidays. That, no. that is a holiday ruiner, that is. I want a um, flushing 
toilet. You think it's <laughs> not much to ask. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, yeah. I'm a bit of a princess. Yeah. I like my, to brush my lip. Yeah, I don't want a room where I keep my shit in a little bucket. In a little bucket next Sorry. to where I go to the toilet. <laughs> Sorry, I've just got. I'm just a bit of a princess. <laughs> or at the very least, like a Japanese toilet experience where tissue's not necessarily required. Oh yeah, and they sing over your wheeze and that I, kind of thing. I really, I aspire to that toilet. I have not experienced one, but I really, I want to. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. Other, other people dream of like like other things. For me, it's like, oh, imagine if I was rich enough to have a Japanese toilet. Yeah. And like, practically wipes your ass for you. I think uh, it does. I think it dries it off. Yeah. And there are settings. My friend went to Japan and sent me. Well, uh, no, no, right. Let's move on. Okay. Uh, that was bad holidays. <laughs> right. What we've got coming out next. And it's number 22 and it's birthdays got thoughts about our birthdays? I've, I've had... Um, a birthday? I've had a birthday. <laughs> <laughs> have you, have you, you've done that comedy course as well, have you, about relatable material? <laughs> <laughs> He's had a birthday! <laughs> My worst birthday was... Uh, it's a true story. So, like most comedians... What, when's your birthday? February 1st. I'm November. No, when's your birthday? July. Okay, well, uh, usually like most comedians. <laughs> my birthday is in August. Oh, fringe. And there's so many comedians have their birthday in August because the, the theory is that if your birthday is in August, you're the littlest in your year group because yeah. oh. that's like the cutoff point. I was, the, yeah, the second youngest on 24th of July mm. and yeah, yeah, always in the holidays. I was the youngest day. in my year because I was a, a year... Above. So oh. it do, it still makes sense. Yeah, because we're little, so then we have yes. to like defend ourselves and be all cute and adorable. So <laughs> loads of comedians have their birthday in August. And I remember one year um, in the middle of the Fringe Festival, I got so hammered, like so day drunk. I staggered. This is so, embar- so embarrassing. I left my flash. I did a gig, completely hammered. Don't remember the gig. Then I went to Jenner's. Completely hammered, got my whole face done, bought a load of makeup that I don't remember. I remember I bought Yise Laurent mascara, oh. which is like, oh, she bougie. It's the stuff. It's the stuff. It's Jenna's like a department store. Yeah, yeah. really yeah. fancy. For the muggles. I don't know, so wandering around, and then I headed. So the plan was that I was going to meet my friends in a pub for my birthday party. Gotcha. Arrived there at six o'clock. There's nobody to be found. What had happened was, um. In my brain, I put it because earlier I'd been talking to my friends about how I'd always wanted a surprise birthday party. <coughs> so when I went into this pub and I couldn't see any of my friends, I immediately was like, oh my oh. God, they organised it. <laughs> so I was wandering around shouting at all the chairs and looking behind the curtains and looking oh, no. underneath the table, <laughs> convinced that all my friends were hiding. Oh. And all the locals were just looking at me like, what is she doing <laughs> and what it turns out is I was just in the wrong pub <laughs> but I spent a good half hour oh, no. oh that's just lovely. being like you can come out I'm here you can oh, come out oh, no. oh that's really cute yeah so but you got there in the end though so at least the story wasn't they just hadn't turned up yeah. it should have been dark and harrowing <laughs> I just went next door and they were all just looking at me and I was so disappointed because I was like I thought I had a surprise birthday party <laughs> they just sat there with a the Marks and Spencer cake I was like it's very disappointing <laughs> Colin a caterpillar right yeah. great great yeah. fantastic we can either for me go for the sad drunk the sad story or the drunk story Ooh. sad drunk 
Yeah. Sad drunk. Or the sad drunk, which <laughs> is just me food. during lockdown. Not comedy cold, that one. No, the, I think the most memorable birthday for me is another really boozy one. There used to be a little sort of Belgian beer pub, which was owned by a big Motorhead fan. And I was a big Motorhead fan. So we got to be good friends and he'd always give me free shots and extra beers and stuff. And I think it was about 19 years old and we were in this Belgian beer bar and we'd run it the whole downstairs. And the barman was just giving me, you know, every other drink was a free drink. So I probably had about 10 and I was so drunk that I dropped the past three drinks I'd been given because I was just holding my hands in like a circular hole and then people were putting a beer in and then I was sort of just putting my nose into the beer to drink. I was that drunk that I couldn't even lift the drink to my mouth anymore. I was drinking like Donald Trump. Do you know what I mean? and a friend of mine, uh, he was like, right, we're doing, uh, we're doing Sammy's. We're doing Sammy B's, Sambucas. I said, all right, cool, because he said, you're Sam, so we'll do Sambucas for your birthday. Yeah. So we had a, we had a little lineup of, of flaming Sambucas. Yeah. And uh, he said, you know, what's the best, Sam? I said, what? He said, well, you know, like, real men drink it while it's on fire. <laughs> sure. And of course I was as drunk. Mm-hmm. I was as drunk mm-hmm. as you could possibly be. So I just kind of picked it up, and because it was hot to put my lip on, my response to this was basically just to throw it at my own face. <laughs> Wow. So I just threw like I just you threw fire. I threw a threw flaming sambuca <laughs> at my own face. <laughs> and then I was like oh. <laughs> not very much. Oh, it kind of all went around my mouth and I was like, ow. You know, um Yikes. and I just carried on drinking and then the next sort of two weeks I had a big part of my moustache was missing <laughs> and I was genuinely afeared for a little while that I'd never grow it back because I was like burnt my moustache off on my birthday <laughs> that, was, that was quite fun that was a good one that, yeah that's exciting that could have ended much worse could have been you see those videos yeah. don't you on the internet people just going up in flames because yeah, of that sort of thing there's one called Triceratops that I watched a video yesterday I think it was a TikTok um, <laughs> and it's a guy that attached the flaming zambukas by seal to his forehead in, wow. in a three and wrote, then like moved around like he was a dinosaur then drank them and I, was like, I, I had a lot of questions about that like, I don't want a drink that's already touched my sweaty forehead like, I don't want it to be on fire like maybe I'm too old for some maybe they I've are never good had I think it. I'm alright with it oh I love it I've never you, you all, what I with shots, I basically have to have a bad hangover as a result of a shot, and then I can never have that I shot see. again. Okay. So I've had bad hangovers with basically every type of shot. So <laughs> that world is closed to me forever. You're into the niche ones. It's yeah. <laughs> one of the things about the the sanitizer everywhere now. Some of them you spray out, and it just smells like awful cheap so cognac. Yeah. And yes, I've had such so. a bad experience of drinking cheap cognac that sometimes oh. I get a little bit of hand sanitizer. Yeah, and I just go. Brilliant. <laughs> 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 Bamboozled by Black Friday? When is a sale not a sale? Do you know what? Often, to be honest, the brands that you love are constantly changing their prices and the only way to really keep up with them is to use something like the amazing alerta.co.uk. Now, how Alerta works is you put in the product that you want to track and it tracks it for you. You don't have to do anything. You just put the link in and away you go. It tracks it, lets you know when the price drops and then you can make an informed decision and bask in the glow of not only getting your item but knowing you've got the best in on the market. Using Alerta, you never have to pay full price again. You save going into the scrum of Black Friday and Christmas sales. So it's a win-win for everybody. So track everything from your shoes to your champagne. You can tell the kind of person I am by what I've just told you. That is alita.co.uk and thank you to them for supporting our show. 
Right, let's, let's carry on. <laughs> the balls. Oh, we, we've kind of covered some of this off. Um, ball number 13, the cringiest thing you've ever done. <laughs> oh, shit. Plumb those depths. Uh. <laughs> oh, I've got... Oh, this... I am a man who is never embarrassed. Right? I, I do not care about what anyone thinks about me at any given point because I've just always been like that. But when I saw this listed, one thing flashed into my mind, which then just like haunted me the whole of the next day. I just completely oppressed it. Do you know what I mean? And this and is just, and it's just like the weirdest, the weirdest experience ever, right? So when I was 13, I was dating this girl and we used to go to her house and we'd all watch horror movies and it was me and her and then her friend and her boyfriend. It was like three little, three little couples of couples. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was a young man and I was all excited, <laughs> as you can imagine. And... um as I said, this only flashed back to me like now. So we were watching Evil Dead 2 and her mum had to come in and tell me off and tell me to stop dry humping her daughter <laughs> in front of her and her new husband. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, and I was just like, oh, my God. Like, I was like, oh, my God, I did that. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and she did that as well. And and it was so weird like when I thought about this whole thing like, because how could we, I have done that well yeah. yeah like in a room full of like six people me and my girlfriend <laughs> and my girlfriend's parent and her new yeah. the parent's new husband <laughs> and the husband kept kind of like coming in and like touching me on the shoulder and being like just oh wow just a little bit of space like for a, you two like please it was, ex- it was exactly like there was just like a horny dog in the middle of the room and the two of us would like then start to re-entwine again wow. and then you would have to get back involved and I was like I had to be told not to do this like four times and I was like this says so much about the brain of a 14 year old boy that yeah. I was like here's my chance I don't care if the mum's here yeah you've got one opportunity exactly so and and like literally now I just thought about that when I and I hadn't thought wow. about it in about 20 years that's going to ruin your next like three weeks. As oh, well. it really! And like, as soon as I thought of it again, I was like, gotcha. "Oh my god, I can't believe I did that!" How must have oh, everyone I'm... else in that room must have felt? Do you know? I'm feeling the second hand. Yeah, it like was, and I just felt atrocious. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just last night when I was like, oh, "I can't sleep now, can I?" I'm just, I'm just sitting I'm here there. I'm right on my there. own. <laughs> you know, God Think knows how. This. Yeah, like, oh, must wow. be. Yeah, nearly twenty years later, and I'm right. just like, I can't fucking deal with this oh mate <laughs> yeah it's just the oh man and I'm just if Laura's mum and new husband or now old husband are listening they probably hate each other now I'm really sorry that I did that. <laughs> it seemed like a good idea at the time it really did huh. who amongst us hasn't I haven't Dry in front of any parents, parents. no <laughs> no, no, I was just trying to cheer you up, but no, that's, that shame is all your own. It is all mine. I know. I, I, yeah, they should have just thrown a bucket of water on me. 
But yeah, it was awful. And I'm just, I'm so embarrassed about it. And as I said, I can't... You're getting quite red now. I know, I'm genuinely... Like, recalling this event is making me embarrassed. And I am, as I said, I never get embarrassed. I don't care. (laughs) But that embarrasses me. Because, like... Oh, right, okay. We can't just leave the rounds on that. (laughs) Just silence. I think the next 10 minutes should just be silence. Respectful silence. (laughs) (laughs) The first week, this is the first day of lockdown I shot my pants in public <laughs> coming in strong oh tell, tell me fingers. everything like, I mean I would have played a double or nothing card for you like, this is like you were already like, I can so what happened was uh Remember, relatively early stage me with a boyfriend. Right. Um, I when I need to go, especially if it's number two, I do not get much warning. Right. I You're like we have a minute to play. Yeah, with. Right. it's like the train's leaving the station. You need to get on quickly. And I was in waitrose of all places. That's the worst part. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's the bit that I'm most embarrassed about. I was in waitrose. I could feel movement. Something was oh. happening down below. So I was like, I need to get home as quickly as possible. And yeah. with me, because this isn't my first rodeo, I knew. All I had to do was keep the tension yeah. below. Just keep it tense, keep it tense, keep walking really quickly. Mm. And um, uh, I think what happened was I was walking down the street, run, 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 nerdy home, nerdy home. And then I had this feeling where I thought, oh, it's fine. I don't need to go to the <gasps> toilet anymore. Uh, it's gone back up. <laughs> <laughs> I said it was like, oh, it's fine. And then I was like, hang on. That's not a good sign. Is it? <laughs> I suddenly don't need to go to the toilet anymore. Oh, my God. Maybe that's not a good oh, sign. Oh, I see. <laughs> So I got home and our flat is small. It's bed it's bedroom, bathroom and kitchen living room. Right. Simple people. And <laughs> and earlier earlier the, keep in mind, about the day before I'd had an argument with my boyfriend because I lose lo- loads of lush stuff and then I don't clean the shower afterwards. And my boyfriend was like, You leave brown stuff all around. It looks like you've pooed yourself. And it got really I was like, That's lush, like show some respect. That stuff is really dear. So I went into the bathroom. <laughs> I pulled my pants yeah. down. Knickers were right off. <gasps> they were right off. Bin. So what I had to do was to know because there's no bin in the bathroom. Oh and he's in the kitchen living room. I'm about to spend three months in lockdown with them. So what I did was I stuck him into the shower cap, pulled my pants up, yeah. ran into the bath, oh. ran into the bedroom, pulled a pair of PJs on, <laughs> ran into the kitchen, secretly put the shower cap yeah. into the bin perfect crime yeah. I honestly felt like it was Midsummer Murders oh. and I got no way did you not consider rinsing pants in sink no it was really? too late it was too late oh, they wow. had seen things that no Nicholas should have ever seen <laughs> but the worst part is so I was feeling really smug as smug yeah. as somebody who had just shot their pants could be but I was feeling really smug he won <laughs> And like sn- snuggling on the couch with my boyfriend, maybe I can't have it all really snug and happy about myself. And then I couldn't find my phone charger and my boyfriend was like, oh, for God's sake. So he went into the bedroom to get it and then I heard him call out my name. <laughs> and it was the formal way he called out my name. I thought, oh, oh dear. And I went in and he was stood by my side of the bed. I swear this is true. And he was looking down what can only be described as like a cattle track of human <gasps> shit <laughs> on the floor because I hadn't been aware of it I'd actually trodden in it a little bit oh, no. so it looked like cave paintings all over the floor and then he 
he looked down at me and he looked at me and he said, listen, is this more of your lush stuff? <laughs> Lockdown. <laughs> I know what you were going to say, and then we had sex. Did you, did you try and pass it off as lockdown? Yes. You have to be like, I'm afraid. I'm, yes, I used a shit bomb. It's five quid. Because <laughs> I was trying, I was like, how? I, was, my, I just was I had to shut myself, okay? <laughs> Shall I do one? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's not about... We need it. It's not about shit. That is similar. It's caveat. Okay. So the year... The year... I'm just like... My face is hot from your story. <laughs> the year was 2018. Um, and it was... It was it was January 2018, and I was in an awful musical, and there was one guy in the musical who we were like totally bonded over how awful the musical was, and he was really he was really good looking, and I was always trying to really impress him, and he uh, was about six one and could drink a lot and did, and I would try and match him drink for drink, and one day we were drinking in Witherspoons for seven hours, and I and I matched him drink for drink and drank more than him, because at one point I ordered on the app rhubarb and ginger gin, and he was like, this is absolutely repulsive, so I had both of them. And <laughs> my last memory is it was about nine o'clock, and he he went, oh, I really want to see that film Three Billboards outside of Missouri. <laughs> and I went, we should go and see it right now. And that's my last memory. And then my next memory is being shaken awake oh. in a cinema by two members of staff going, hello, hello, please tell us your name. Please tell us your name. But I've got, because I, when I'm really, really, really drunk, I'm either like out, like I'm out cold, or I'm completely wide awake and aware of everything I don't even seem that drunk I just seem really a lot and I went oh I'm Suze Kempner like that and I remember everything from this point and they went do you feel like you can walk and I went yes I was in this packed cinema and I just marched out of there and they chased me and they sat me down and passed me water and they were like knelt down in front of me and they went do you feel like you're going to be sick again and I was like what and I had I had like a big patch of sick on my leg again like oh uh, I also like 33 <laughs> at this point I was 33 um, and I I went oh um and I've never been sick from drinking. That's the only time. So, and it was only a bit, so I think it was a burp that went wrong. <laughs> but I, and I went, oh, and then I was so, I was really drunk and really apologetic. So I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. And they said, um, who are you here with? I said, my friend Evan. He's <laughs> kind of this guy I'm in a musical with. <laughs> I don't know, we have this good vibe. And they went, um, they said, you were in there alone. Um, he deserted you. Uh, oh, so I didn't have my coat with me or anything or my bag or anything and I was and I said it in my phone and they said um, what film were you seeing I said three billboards outside of Ebbing Missouri and they said no you were in the screen for the darkest hour <laughs> <laughs> I went, oh, and I went, I didn't want to see that. I went, I wasn't, in, I'm not interested in And they went, okay, we're going to go into Three Billboards and try and find your friend Evan. I said, no, please don't. He's really been looking forward to this film. So they, they were so nice. They said, we'll sit with you until that film is over because they'll come out of that exit because that's the only exit. Um, 
uh, and if he's got all your stuff, that's great. But if he hasn't got your stuff and he's not there or whatever, we'll just put you in a cab, send you home. They were so nice. <laughs> but I didn't have my keys to the flat or whatever. And then <laughs> they went and then we sat outside this <laughs> screen and I told them all about different serial killers. Um <laughs> And then at the end of and Owen oh, three bubbles had over an hour and a half left. <laughs> and then he came out, he did come out at the end with all my stuff and he was like, Oh my god, <laughs> thank God, I thought you'd died or something. He said, I went looking for you, I couldn't find you and I went, I was sick on my leg. And <laughs> then and he went, Let's go and get McDonald's. So we, we eat McDonald's while I sobered up. Big and fan of Evan. I said, What happened? He said, Well, <laughs> In the queue to buy tickets, you insist on paying for tickets, then you asked for two gin and tonics, and they wouldn't serve you. Oh, <laughs> and he said, and I told them not to serve you, even though they'd said, we're not going to serve you. <laughs> and I went, oh. And then um, five minutes into the film, I'd <laughs> turned to him and said, I'm, this is too intense, and I need a wee. And then I'd... <laughs> Got left the cinema, but I'd climbed over every seat in front, um, even if people were in them. Uh, and I'd obviously made it to the toilet. I haven't pissed myself. <laughs> but then sure. I'd obviously. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how I managed that. And then I'd walked into a random screen, sat down right at the back, thrown up on my own leg. And probably some poor person in that cinema had had to go and find a member of staff said that girl has been not well. sick <laughs> she's disgusting um, and we never ended up going out with each other no, he I'm left not. the country actually he didn't leave it. <laughs> he couldn't cope How, it's like a sliding doors set up you know if you hadn't have been sick on yourself what would life have been yeah. I mean something you've got to feel better about yours now yeah like, no that's fine yeah these both make mine pale in comparison really? that's fine yeah. Yeah. our stories kind of compliment each other because mm. yours worked out really well yeah <laughs> it's a beautiful thing uh, you know and in the in the world of in the fast paced world of comedy it's good to know that there is still no topic funnier than shitting yourself you can write you can write the fanciest political satire in the world but still you can't be a good you cannot beat it you shitting cannot. yourself uh, is like the Sgt Pepper's Lonely Heart Club <laughs> of comedy writing You'll yeah. never top it. <laughs> yeah, next time I need a new hour, I'm just going to start shitting myself in public <laughs> to see which one of them becomes. Or collecting other people's stories. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, we unbelievably ran out of time. Oh, my God. Oh, no. We only got through, like, <laughs> Possibly less. Uh, so while I do the complicated maths of single figures to work out who's one, <laughs> let's all go around and talk about what we're doing with our lives. Sam, let's start with you. Um, I'm trying to write a musical. Um, <laughs> it's. I know uh, a guy who lives in Canada. Uh, yeah, who I great. kind of owe. <laughs> um, I have just booked my childhood hero to appear on my podcast. <laughs> I've booked Kermit the Frog. Oh, I've yeah! got. The voice That's of Kermit great. the Frog. Uh, what do you Steve, mean the voice? Steve Frank- Whitmire. No, you've got Kermit the Frog got, or you ain't yeah. got anybody. I've got Kermit the Frog. <laughs> okay. It's I've not Kermit. real, Grudge. <laughs> 27 years Steve Whitmire was Kermit the Frog. He's in Labyrinth. Oh. He's in Dark Crystal. Oh. Um, he is literally my hero. Oh, that's amazing. And yeah, um, you know, I got a message like from Kermit the Frog saying, well, I call him Kermit. It's not yeah, real. Yeah, it's Kermit the Frog. But he was like, oh, everybody I, does. He, was like, he was like, oh, I watched your comedy special. 
festival and I really enjoyed it and, oh, and it literally oh. made me cry. I was like, oh, that's no so one, nice. anyone can say anything about anything I've ever done now oh. and I'm just going to go, well, Kermit likes it, so forget it. Yeah, but yeah, he's he's going to come on the podcast and he, him and his agent have been discussing how his new character is going to, because I do like a character-based podcast where we play different characters, so mm. I'm going to have one of my mad characters interact with uh, one of his and it's going to be very very exciting and I literally just confirmed that this week so I'm very excited yeah Um, Granny what about you well I'm a Chandler now (laughs) I'm a Chandler you know comedy is over (laughs) no I make candles I make candles now (laughs) that's my job that's my life I thought you meant Mm. they're friends I was like what you work in an office and you're nervous (laughs) and you're looking at the weenus and and you're playing Doom on your laptop I'm just the lay of the land I see the way things are going and I've got a second career like Rishi told me and I make candles so I'm I'm living my little women dream life I just it sounds quite pleasant to be yeah. honest yeah. if anybody wants a candle just at me on Twitter okay <laughs> um, I, I haven't needed to retrain because I'm a professional podcaster and I make like £100 a week <laughs> So that and that's all you need ever if you live in your mum's house. Um, I do two, po- <laughs> and she. I, it's actually I need. I should start giving her some money to be honest. I bought a saucepan on Amazon. And I'm like, is this enough? <laughs> and she just went, thank you, but she didn't yeah. say yes or no. Um, she, oh, God, my poor mum. I do two podcasts. Do you like? Hey guys, do you like cocktails and true crime and mysteries and stuff? I'm a white woman. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. We white women love serial killers. We've established this. That's what I told the cinema staff about. Uh, I do a podcast called Mystery on the Rocks with comedians Chris Stokes and Masood Milas. We do that. I do you like Queen, the band Queen? Yeah. Yes. Um. Great. I do a podcast about that as well with okay. comedian John Robbins and others. Can I Ooh. please be on that podcast about Queen? I'm probably. literally like a massive, massive Queen oh, fan. Oh, probably. We are, so far our guests have been Tim Staffel, who was the lead singer of Smile, who was with the band before Queen. Nice. So he was the lead singer before Freddie. Um, Just managing your expectations. And he's not bitter at all. He's not. Do you know what he went on to do? He went into set design for TV. He built all the sets and models for Thomas the Tank Engine in the that 80s. That's pretty cool. So, so cool. So, yeah, we were like, okay. wow, how come he's so okay with everything? Oh, because he had an amazing career. Yes, um, so, yeah, that I do that. It's called Queen Pod. Go, go and listen to it. Amazing. <laughs> Well, um, yeah. To be honest, Sam, you were you were riding quite strong with nine yeah. points of two categories, which mm. is pretty good. Um, but then Gronia shit herself, yeah. and Sue's is sick over her own neck, so they are neck and neck winners on sixteen points yeah. each. I graciously concede to that. I mean, I can't compete with that. Yeah, you could. Yeah, it wasn't worth winning for the cost. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for joining us for Comedy Arcade. It's been an absolute riot today. Tune in again next week. Thanks for listening. There will be a new episode with new competitors and new balls every Friday. If you like what you've heard, I've been Vic Slayton, and this is Comedy Arcade. Please tell all your friends, rate the show, and hit subscribe. And if you didn't like it, I've been Jess Foster Q, and this was Hoovering. Isn't food lovely? Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.